Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I am your host, Emmy. Um... Not sure where everybody else is, but that's okay. They can join later. Um, today, I'm just going to go over a couple of the award shows. The award season is starting for 2016 in January, and the nominations for the Golden Globes, the um, SAG Awards, and the Grammy Awards were not were uh, announced this week. Um, so uh, I, I was a little shocked by some of them. Oh, forgive me. I'm still I still have a cold, which is why I've been um, those shows haven't been running the past couple weeks. I still have a little bit of a cold, so you'll have to forgive me if I you know sniffle and put myself on mute to cough. But um, uh, yeah, I, I was a little shocked by some of the nominees and. Uh, I, I I don't even know where to start. I guess I'll start with the um, SAG Awards. Well, between the SAG and the Golden Globes, those are the acting awards, the Grammys, obviously music. I was a little shocked that between the two awards that some people were nominated and some people weren't, and some people were completely excluded from both. Um, hi, Kyle. Hey, sorry, Mike. Oh, don't worry about it. I just was wondering where everybody was. That's all. I wasn't like. I know. I saw. I I was texting a friend of. Hello. Did you put yourself on mute or did you hang up? Hello. Can't hear you. Kyle, are you still there? If you're there, just um hang up and call back in because I can't hear you at all. Hello? Okay. He's just going to call back in. But, um, um, yeah, so I was surprised that at the SAG Awards, so the SAG Awards are nominated by a group of peers um, all the other actors in, in the SAG Guild, they nominate the nominees. And um, and you're back. Sorry, it's like all of a sudden you went blank, and so I said, did I hang up on him? Did he hang up on me if I recall? <laughs> and we couldn't hear you. That's the weird part. I don't know. Oh, sorry. But, um, I'm so sorry. You can hear me now, right? Okay. Yes, loud and clear. So Is I was just saying Michael how it was like, too? no, he's not here. Oh, uh, you want me to go nudge him while he's in bed? Yes, please. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I was just saying how it was. Don't you? Didn't you find it odd that normally the SAG Awards are in line with every other award show, and the SAG Awards nominees were different from the Golden Globes, like drastically different. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, huh? Okay. Um, 
Matt Damon for The Martian, which was like cast away in space, was kind of like shut out by the SAG Awards, but was nominated for um, Golden Globes. Uh, Creed was kind of like pushed aside. And then on the SAG Awards, only Sylvester Stallone was nominated. Michael B. Jordan was completely shut out from both of them. I don't know. I was just a little like, what's going on with these? Well, no, I um, feel you. I think the SAG Awards is like, um, I was reading some articles about it, about like who was snubbed and whatever. I'm like wondering if they didn't get, if they just didn't watch everything on time, which kind of begs to think that um, if, you're in the, if you're in the Screen Actors Guild, why wouldn't you make it a point mm-hmm. to watch everything mm-hmm. you could? Or mm-hmm. maybe they should move the timing so that way people mm-hmm. have a chance to watch everything, right. you know? Because right. I mean, some, I'm sure some people's like, I got this too late, I didn't have a chance to watch it. It makes sense. Granted, the thing that we are actually discussing is that these people need awards for recognition for good work. Like, I, I mean, know. come on. You know. But I mean, we're, if, you, if, you, if you treat it yeah. like a normal job, in your job, you worked your ass off. If you were nominated and somebody else was nominated, you'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But if you know for a fact that these people, like, like for example, some of the nominees, I've never even heard of these movies. So I'm like, right. how did these movies get nominated with no press, no anything, and then Michael B. Jordan is in a Stallone freaking film, and he doesn't get nominated. And you know there was press and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, it, I don't know. I don't know. I spend a lot of time now at movies because what's changed is I have a movie pass now, and le- literally last week I saw five movies for the price of $30 a month. So movies are huge with me now. Like, I, even more so before, I'm more obsessed now. So when these award shows come up, and I'm not seeing things that I like and I tweet about, I'm pissed because it's like, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? But right. I, I like that we have these award shows and stuff, and... You know, with all the news about school shootings and and bombings and all this, it's nice to have something completely opposite to distract us all for just a, a few minutes. I don't know. I just, I, I love the award season, so. Um, some other snubs, huge snubs on the Grammy side. Now, I don't know the timing, but I know that Adele didn't get nominated this year. I don't um, think she was eligible for timing wise. Okay, that's why the album I came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the okay. album came out at the time that it was Grammy nominations. I think that's the big thing. Oh, okay. I don't understand but, how these out these like nominees like what's the cutoff? Shouldn't it be like the, the first of December or something? Like, why is it so like weird? Like in the middle of like October. Or something. I don't understand these cutoff times. This is weird. Anyway, um, what did you think of some of the nominees? Let's start with the SAG Awards, and I'm gonna go ahead and tweet out a list of the um, of all the nominees from all three shows. But what did you think of the SAG Awards? What stuck out well, the, in your well, mind? Just just go back into the Grammys. It's like the one Grammy <laughs> snub I find. Okay, let's start there. That I would have rather, and granted, I love Kelly Clarkson. I love, love, love her. However, 
if they would have nominated Carly Rae Jepsen's Emotion CD as Best Pop Album instead of Piece by Piece, I would have been fine with that. Because Mm -hmm. Carly Rae Jepsen's CD, Emotion, is so good. I mean, it's like Taylor Swift's 1989 good. It is like almost Mm. pure perfection. It is that good. And Piece by Piece, I mean, I love Kelly Clarkson. However, that album is no stronger. Stronger was an album that you listen to. It's like, this is freaking brilliant. Piece by Piece was like, yeah, this is good. I like it. I like it. Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen, that album, I swear, I listen to it. It's like, there's not one misstep on the CD. It is so good. So good. I didn't even know she had an album out. I'm not going to lie to you. No, and, it, so. and, and it's right. It wasn't pushed. I mean, the <laughs> only reason I know about it is like a friend of mine, my friend Kyle from San Francisco, texted me. He's like, oh, my God, have you listened to Carly Rae's new album? It's like, nah, I listen, you know, I listen to singles, whatever. It's like, you should download it. You would love it. I downloaded it, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Granted, Taylor Swift's going to sweep. However. Yeah, she she always does. And this CD is so good. So good. Really? I listened to it on, I, I listened to it on like a replay for like a whole week when I was going to work. I'm like, I just listened to it over and over and over again. It's like, it's so good. And like every review mm. I read, they were like, this is the pop album of the year. I mean, they can't believe that it didn't get nominated. And granted, like I said, love Kelly Clarkson. However, piece by piece is not the album that Emotion by Kelly Ray Jackson is for pop. I swear. It's so good. You should I just, think just just sample the tunes. I mean, it is. It, I, I mean, and you know me. I don't gush about a lot of things that's not Britney or Kylie or whatever. And I'm not. Mm. A, and I'm. I mean, I like Carly Rae Jepsen. She's fun. You know, Call Me Maybe is one of the best pop songs ever. But this CD, I swear to you, is one of the best pop albums I've ever heard, next to 1989, and stronger. It's that good. It's that good. And it's funny because when I went to go tweet out a list of Grammy nominees, I went to Billboard.com, and they even have a, a section called Grammy Snubs, and Carly Rae Jepsen is front, like, picture right there. Yeah. So I think that's funny that you said that because I literally just saw that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's true. Some of these Grammy nominations, like, I'm obsessed with Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. I think that's the wedding song of the year. Um, but we need enough of Taylor Swift. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Space, haven't heard the song. I'm sure that it's really good. What? Um, what? You the haven't Angel- heard it? I'm sorry. I haven't. I haven't. And if I haven't heard of it, and I listen to two radio stations in the, on a daily basis, too, then it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. If I haven't heard of it, it doesn't matter. Bye, Blank Space. Oh, wait. You don't and even have the CD. You don't, you've never downloaded Taylor Swift no. 1989. No, I didn't. I didn't. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use um, your proper name. Emily, it is pop fucking perfection. It is pop perfection. Mm, that CD. Yes, it is. Sorry. It she's, is. She's too, I, she's too, I don't, mm. I like Bad See, Blood. I, I like oh, the song, but I didn't. That's I didn't want to like it. I did not want to like it, and I told I bought mm. it. Like you know what? Before I bitch about it, I'm just gonna buy it. I bought it, listened to it. Mm. My good friend Jack was in town, and I told him. He said, "Have you heard Taylor's new CD?" And I looked at him straight in the face, and I said, "Pure pop perfection." 
So he laughed at me. He bought the CD, and I got a text from him, and this was the text, pure pop perfection. I, I don't know what she did or who she did with, but that album uh, uh, is pure pop perfection. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard an album that good just, since Kelly Clarkson Stronger. I'm just saying. I guess that's the album. As a pop just, album. Mm. I'm telling you, okay. Sam, you need to, yeah, spend the 9.99 and download it. It is it is genius. Mm. Well, it really I is. have um, also, too, which really bugs me, I have this called um, Google Play. And on Google Play, you pay nine ninety nine a month to have every song that you can out there. Taylor Swift doesn't make her album available on um, Google Play. So that's another reason why I don't care about her. Um, sorry, Taylor. You don't make it available. I'm not listening to it. Thank you. I'm not spending more money on your ass. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm just not. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe we talked about this last year. What is the difference between record of the year and song of the year? I, I don't, I I don't think- remember. One of them is one of them is an award is for the, the writers and producer, and one of them is for the actual uh, artist. I think song is for the artist, and record is for the producer writer, or vice versa. But that's the difference. No, because I question the same thing. It's like what's the difference? But the difference is uh, one of them is for the actual yep. like actual lyric songwriter and music. Okay. Yeah, and the other one is for the artist, which. Okay, you know what? I I just looked it up. Record is for the artist and the producer and the engineer and all that. Song is for the writer. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. And one of the biggest snubs ever, that if you will read this everywhere, was that Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson was Mm -hmm. not Song of the Year because everybody will say that song was ubiquitous through the entire year. You cannot escape the song. And they Mm -hmm. also said... Not only can you not escape it, but it's one of the best pop songs ever written, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. a song that you can't get out of your head that you hate. It's a song that's so well done and so good, and she didn't get Song of the Year mm-hmm. because, I, I don't know, some fucking Bob Dylan or some you know old fart or whatever, but they're all like, this is the Song of the Year. It's hands down. It's kind of like everywhere you went, you, everybody knew since you've been gone. From old to young, it was the Song of the Year. Well, I'm looking at it right now. Record of the Year is Really Loved by D'Angelo and the Vanguard. Who? And why wasn't it See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Booth? Like, I don't understand. I'm I'm getting confused. I don't understand. I don't get it. Whatever. Um, a new artist is my sexy hottie. Sam Hunt, the country singer. Hi. What's up, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. Oh, my God. I think Megan Trainor's got this, though. Sorry, Sam. Um, well, who else is nominated? She, she, Tori Kelly, um, James Bay, and Courtney Barnett. Who? I'm sorry. Exactly. I know Sam, I know Court, uh, Tori, and I know Megan. I don't know the other two. So they better not win because I don't know them. They don't matter. Thank you. Um, yeah, don't you think Megan Trainor's kind of fallen off the face of the earth after two songs? But last year and this year, she was awesome, though. She was everywhere. Oh, That's no, I agree. And mm. 
for me, it's kind of like the same thing with Katy Perry. Her her follow up mm. single was so much better than the original. Was the first single mm-hmm. like I like mm-hmm. for Katy Perry? I hated I kissed a girl. Hated that song. But hot and cold it was one right. of my favorites. One of my favorites. Mm. Same thing with Megan Trainer. All about that bass drove me out of my mind. I was like, I can't stand this song. But then her next song, I can't remember the name. But the next song is like, wait a minute, mm. I love this song. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but her first song was it was more the message, not like the the bumping in you know melody. Like you have to hear the message of the song. That's why it was so big for her. Right. Um. Yeah, I I just hate when they do this though. I hate when they award people that you have no idea who the f they are. I I don't know who the hell James Bay is. Who are you, James Bay? I'm sure you're a great person, but I have no idea who you are. And who the fuck is Courtney Barnett? Hello. Whatever. Um, I was uh, a little surprised that. Calvin Harris, who's usually huge here in the Grammy nominations. And I was surprised that The Weeknd didn't sweep more categories. His year was huge this year. Huge. He didn't really get a lot of of nominations. I was shocked. I was really shocked. He should have swept every freaking category he was nominating because that man was gold this year. Kendrick Lamar had 11 nominations. What? I, I'm I, what? Uh, I mean, the weekend had seven with Taylor, but he deserved more. He deserved way more. Um, sorry, he was just—he's awesome. And um, also something completely separate from the nominations. They came—they came out with music's biggest money makers this year, and Katy Perry had the biggest year. She made like 135 million or something like that. How? What the fuck did she do this year? Touring. Did you have a tour or something? I, I missed it. Touring, I missed H&M. Katy Perry you know. did to get that much money. Touring and Can you H&M. help me out here? Kyle? Yeah, I said touring and H&M. Hello? Hello? Can you not hear me? Kyle? Wait, I'm here. Can you Uh-oh. not hear me? Hello? Can Wait, you can't me? hear me? No! I'm here. Whoa, you, you sound hear? like a Decepticon. <laughs> Wait, so you can't, can you or can you not hear me? So she's getting $135 million from touring in H&M? God damn. Well, I mean, come on. Advertising pays a lot, so. I can right. now, but it was a Decepticon. What's a Decepticon? Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it was like, like one of the Transformer. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. It was like, oh my God, Kyle's a Decepticon. No, I thought he was an Autobot. Um, <laughs> I, went for, I went from a Ford Fiesta to a Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> Ford Fiesta? That's so random. I know, um, <laughs> So I guess we're done with the... Um, the Grammy nominations. Oh, and by the way, who is this Charlie Puth? He seems like a, a Kyle person. Um, he came out of nowhere. He's the guest singer on um, that, um, what's it called? That song with Wiz Khalifa, um, See You Again. But he also made a little controversy when him and Megan Trainer did a little smoochy smooch. And um, 
oh, you have to see it. He's like, oh, we're just friends. They kissed literally for like a full minute and like made out on stage. I don't do that with my friends. Kyle and Michael might, might, but like not me. I don't like make out with my friends. So I don't know what was going on there, but get it, girl, get it, girl. He's kind of cute. Um, I think once you see him, you might even say Zach who. That's how cute he is. Oh, really? Um, yeah. He's very cute. He's 24. Hello, your age range. So, wow. Yeah. See, that's kind of, that's too old for me because I'm going, I'm going out with a 23-year-old, so it's kind of old for me. Oh, sorry. Um, so let's now move over to the Golden Globe nominations. Um, again, the Golden Globes did what the Grammys do, which they um, kind of give awards to people that I've never heard of or, or movies and shows that I've never heard of. Um, did you even know that Brian Cranston had a movie? Yeah, Trumbo. Um, I, I didn't hear about that. What the hell is that about? It's about this Marvel. writer who was um, blacklisted mm-hmm. during the blacklist time with, um, what's his name? Shit, I forgot the guy's name. But, um, and then he started to write movies like Spartacus under an assumed name to get his, mm-hmm. his stuff out there. And he started winning awards as a blacklisted artist. Um, I saw the previous. I've seen the previews a couple of times. It's got a great cast. The thing about the Golden mm-hmm. Globes, and I think I've already told you this, it's like the Golden Globes panders to everything new. I mean, granted, anytime anything new happens, it's like when Jane the Virgin and other shit. It's like, oh, they're going to get a nomination. The Lady Gaga, God, I mean, I mean, she's this year's Madonna. I mean, basically, she's the Madonna of acting. Yeah. Um, I I think that they do it because of it's like it's press worthy. It's hot. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a good there's a good and a bad thing I think about. It. The good the bad thing is it's like anything that's hot and new, they will nominate just because it's mm-hmm. being nominated. The good thing right. is it's getting shows that people aren't watching on the map and it's mm-hmm. not like the Emmys where it's right. the same shit a different day. You know, it's like giving right. more I mean, I'm they're not nominating things because they're bad. They're nominating them because right. they're hot and they're just not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Which I, I appreciate right. However, I appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. It's like um, you're nominating all this crap that nobody's watching, but is it really right. nominated worthy? You know, all this stuff on USA. Right. And, right. Yeah. Really. You know. I, I mean, know. Granted, look. I mean, I think of Gina Rodriguez. If she hadn't have won the Golden Globe, this show probably mm-hmm. would have like, crashed and burned. Good for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's probably really good. I don't watch the show because it has it's about a, a woman that got knocked up and whatever. I could care less about women who get knocked up. Anyway, <laughs> so um, um, it's good for that front, but I mean, it's a lot of times mm. it's like it's pander. I think it's pandering to like what's hip. True. You know. True. I mean, you, because you can you know almost what? guess I've never... who's going to get an award. You can almost get it. Like when Madonna right. went for a visa. I mean, you just knew. I mean, Madonna is world. Yeah, I was shocked I mean, by you that. Just knew. I was really shocked. Just, I was. I, I didn't know that. It was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean because of the press, and I got it. Um, some of the things that kind of make me scratch my head are the fact that The Martian was nominated for musical or comedy. Um, it was neither, so I don't know un- understand how it got in that category. It was a straight drama. 
There was nothing funny about it. <laughs> the musical part of it, he sang one song in it because he was working and he was singing, but there was no, like, I, I, I didn't understand that. That made me laugh. Um, but I still don't get how someone like, um, and you, you know, you and I have talked about this before. I understand the fact that the Will Smith movie Concussion is an important topic, but I hate, despise, and loathe when people do movies because they know it's going to get them an award. You know I hate that. And I feel like Will Smith did that with Concussion. And he, of course, got the nomination, yet Michael B. Jordan was way better than him. Because Will Smith already did this role in Pursuit of Happiness. We already know he can cry and yell and scream. So, I don't, I, whatever. Um, well, Scientology is big on supporting their stars, apparently. He isn't a Scientologist. Yes, he is. He and Jada are Scientologists. No, yes, they are. No, I thought that he it is. We have to consult that book, Lean and Remedy book, because I thought they wanted him. They tried to recruit mm-hmm. him and Jada, but he didn't, they didn't, they said no. Hmm. I'll have to ask Michael about that. I thought they weren't Scientologists. And I'm kind of sick of, and I know he's an amazing actor. I get it. Kind of sick of Al Pacino getting nominated and everybody else who might deserve an award is kind of like falling on the wayside. Um, yeah, I don't get that. Um, what were you surprised and what were you happy that got nominated? For the most part, I mean, it was a lot of expectations. I mean, mm. I expected a lot of them. The thing that I'm real and granted, I've not even seen it yet, but it's like I want Jennifer Jason Lee to get nominated for every freaking thing for April Eight. She's the only mm. one in the Grin Grin Tarantino movie. And granted, she got the National Board of Reviews Best Supporting Actress. She got a Best Supporting Actress Independent Spirit Award for Anomalisa, which she's a animated character. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, I think she's going to get um, an Oscar nomination, finally. She won't win. It'll right. be Rudy Mara, probably. But I think she deserves uh, one. Yeah. God, I hate Rudy Mara. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Sorry. no, it's, it's going to be a Lesbo year, so. Well, the thing is, Rooney is nominated in in Best Lead Actress Award with her co-star, Kate Blanchett. So she won't even get in the same category as Jennifer Jason Leigh, just to let you know. So, Well, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, I think that from what I've heard, I haven't seen the movie yet, that her character is on par as Best Actress, but they're putting in her supporting so they can both get a nomination so they don't cancel each other out. Which honestly well, no, they're is both kind of, in lead. They're both no, in lead Golden, right now. For for Golden Globes, but for Oscars. Yeah, I think they're both in lead. Oh, I see what I, you mean. I see what you for mean. For Oscars, oh, okay. I think they're going to push supporting so they can guarantee a nomination and a possible win. Oh. Um, yeah, because sometimes what happens is if, if you have an actress, if you have two actresses and you know both of them can be lead, you do put one in supporting because it's guaranteed yeah. going to be a win. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, I was and, happy uh, that Melissa McCarthy got nominated, though, for Spy. I thought that was awesome. 
Well, the thing is, is like for Golden Globes, is they split it up between drama and comedy. There's yeah. only so much yeah. comedy that's out there that's award worthy. But I agree. It's like, right. you know, she led that movie. It was such a good movie. She, she was, was so funny. good. So mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. It's like good for her. You know, it's like I'm glad they have a nominee. They have a category just for comedy movies because people underestimate how hard it is to do comedy. And it when is you hard. put in this, when you put in that category, it's like it doesn't take away from the whole effect that it's like drama is one thing, comedy is another. It's like it just gives other people some kind of recognition that what you do is really good and really hard, mm-hmm. and you deserve some kind of recognition for it. That's what I say. Right, Amy Schumer. I, I think it was her year. I mean, she was hilarious in that movie. Hilarious. So I kind of hope she gets it. Um, I still don't get how Matt Damon is nominated. How How was The Martian a comedy or musical? I do not understand it. I don't I get it. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. It is straight drama. When I say it's Castaway on Mars, that's literally the description of the movie. There's nothing funny about it. It's not a musical. I don't know how it got in that category. I don't get it. That's me. Um, I think that, like, kind of like Al Pacino, Helen Mirren, I get she was in that movie that you just described about that, um, the guy who was blacklisted and everything. Yeah. But enough is enough. She's won enough awards. Like, I'm not trying to be, like, rude and say she probably didn't do a great job. She probably did. But enough is enough. Give somebody else a chance. Because in supporting actor and actress, they lump comedy and drama together, so you only have a couple spaces. Don't give it to the same people all the time. Like, come on, mix it up, guys. Um, If you had seen The Night Before, you'd be surprised nobody from that movie got nominated because it was hilarious from beginning to end. Um, And Michael Shannon should have gotten nominated for that. He was hilarious in that movie. Um, For the TV categories, uh, I am glad that Mr. Robot got nominated. I've never watched one episode, but I heard it was really good. And just like you said with Jane the, the Virgin, it's getting pressed now. People are like, what the hell Mr. Robot? So, um, I was a little surprised at some of the shows that weren't nominated um, because Screen Queens, although it's not doing well in the ratings, every week that it's on, it's trending like at the top three on Twitter, and it got one nomination from Jamie Lee Curtis in lead, and she's not even the lead. She's a supporting. Emma Roberts got nothing. Now, I don't like Emma, but she carried that show. Without her her character, that show would True. be nothing. True. So how and did granted, she get snubbed? Granted, the <gasps> show needs to never come back, whoever. Um, <gasps> How dare no, it was you? Bad. It was bad. I I'm loved glad it's it. It was bad. I loved it. And I did I did I not predict what I predicted? Yes, I mean, you did. Thank you. I'm not gonna spoil think, it for everybody, but I was right. Just to let I you know. think <laughs> one of the things that shined brightest for me on that show was frickin' mm-hmm. Nisi Nash. Nisi oh, Nash hilarious. was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as for officer, me, later on, police chief Denise Hemphill. 
When she wasn't on the show, I'm like, where is Niti? Bring Niti on this show. When she was she part of no the sorority reason. and just wearing the dress, I know. it's like, yep, I yep, yep, freaking love her. Mm-hmm. She, it, you know, she, and like you said, the guy who played Chad Radwell made that show. Oh, my God. I didn't know who he was before. He's my not new only favorite. Is, did, can, not only is can we talk about that fight? Oh yeah, my, he can ask. Can we talk about him naked all the time? I mean, he's just gorgeous. And he's funny. Did you see the last episode where he, like, stood yeah. there and he just, like, the camera was, like, zoomed in on his gigantic, big, black butt. And he's white. I was like, oh, my God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for creating this beautiful specimen. He is insane. And he can act and he's funny and he yeah. got nothing either. He got no nomination whatsoever. Without those two, who were the most awful characters in the show, this show wouldn't have been as funny. Like, remember when um, the, Chanel went to his parents' house for Thanksgiving? That yeah. was hilarious. Hilarious. I just, I don't get it. Let's hope that they get nominations for Emmys because they killed it. Jamie Lee Curtis, I didn't really find her character that funny. I, I don't know. I could have done without it. I'm not going to lie to you. She wasn't that important to me. There were For all far our listeners, more other characters. Late, mm-hmm. Lately, I watched on Comedy Central Trading Places with Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, and Jamie Lee Curtis. And if you want to go back old school and watch a really good comedy, watch Trading Places. That's yeah. Just like, it's such a good movie. That was funny. Is there a reason why you're watching it on repeat, hun? You want to talk about some issues that you're having? No, I was flipping channels okay. and it was on. So. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I'd be, I think that Nisi Nash should have gotten something. She was amazing. She was hilarious. Um, and also, another thing that I'm, like, pissed off about, I'm literally pissed off about this. Quantico had no love at the Golden Globes. None whatsoever. It was completely shut out. This show has been called the best show of the season by so many people, including myself. And I'm not going to say that I'm biased, even though I did tweet out my review to um, Priyanka, and she responded back to me. And I'm I'm not saying that that's what makes me so adamant about this show, but it is. Um, she did tweet me back. Thank you very much. She did say thank you, like thank you instead of thank you, and people like attacked her. But whatever, I don't care. I didn't even I didn't even correct her. I was just happy she even like responded back to me. And I did make her my woman crush Wednesday. So I mean, I'm not biased or anything, but the show deserves something and. I'm just, I'm in shock. I really am in shock at some of the people that got snubbed. And the same with the SAG Awards. Um, I just, I heard of that movie, Brooklyn, but I don't want to see it, so I don't care that it was nominated. Um, what's Room about? I, I, I don't know about that one. Room is really you good. Room is, yeah, oh, I saw it. Um Room okay. is it opens up and this woman with her five year old son, um mm-hmm. it's basically they're trapped they are she was kidnapped mm-hmm. and held in the shed 
and she had a uh-huh. baby. She had a five-year-old son who knows nothing outside of the shed, and she has Aww. to teach him like what it's like that there's life out there. Because to him, <gasps> in order to Aww. to not make it scary, she made it seem like that was wor- that was the world. And then they—I uh-huh. mean, I'm not—I'm not ruining anything because it's like it happens because right. the second part of the movie. This is the synopsis of it. Mm-hmm. But they escape, and it's their—it's um, how they transition back into the real world after being there for so long, you know? Because like Aww. it's all—it's all the boy knows is that room. Mm-hmm. Right. So he was born there, and he grew up there. He's you know five or six years old. She, however, was there longer, and she has to explain that to him, but it's like their transition back into the real world after being rescued. And I need to see that kid, movie. I'm about to cry. It's it's also a book. I saw – this is the weird thing. I saw it on a date. I'm like, this is the date movie you take me to see? It's like this. My God. Um, it's, it's such a good movie. Um, I liked her. Yeah. Brie Larson is amazing. Joan Allen is in it. But the standalone for me is that little kid. He is outstanding, outstanding. Mm-hmm. And for that alone, you you should see it. You should really see it. It's a really well done movie. It's it's frightening, Aww. but it's really good. It's so good. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. Aww. You should see it. It's it's really good. But halfway through the I movie, like I, I look over. I I, I look over mm-hmm. the guy that I'm with, and I'm like, because mm-hmm. he read the book. It's like. I hate this movie. If they don't get out of that shed, I'm going to walk out because it's driving me yeah. crazy. And he's I like, know. I'm not telling you anything, but, I mean, you should see it. I think you would really – and it'll put a lot into perspective once you see why all they're getting the accolades after you see it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. All right, so so Trumbo and Room are Room. the movies I need yeah. to see before I judge. Um, they both sound interesting topics now that you've explained them. But um, yeah, I uh-huh. I'm ready to cry over that movie. I did see poor Leonardo DiCaprio. He um, there's a trending topic that he's raped by a bear in the movie. He's not raped by the bear. The bear grabs his back in the movie and swings him back and forth. Guys, if you see the trailer, it's clear that he's not raped by the bear. Bears don't rape people. Like they want to eat people. They don't want to rape them. But um, I mean. A bear probably might make an exception for Leonardo DiCaprio because he is kind of hot, but I highly doubt that a bear would rape him. But um, that movie looks insane and crazy. I was surprised again by the snub of, um, and I want to see the movie. And you might agree with me. How did Tom Hardy, who played twins in a movie, not get nominated for anything? Like this guy has been working his ass off since I don't know when, and. He got nothing, and I don't understand how that happened. Um, did you hear of the movie 99 Homes? I have heard of it, yes. What's that one about? Um, I think it's with, um, what's his name, Andrew Garfield. Michael Shannon. And Michael uh-huh. Shannon. It's about, it's about, like, people taking over, like, a small town and, like, remortgaging their homes and, like, wanting to build something. Oh, wow. I think it's something like that. Yeah. Another oh, boring. Film. Sorry. Boring. Um, the Danish girl, I think Eddie Redmayne and his cast will sweep because of their the topic that they're covering. Oddly enough, that movie was bought by um, Nicole Kidman. She bought the rights to the book in the movie, and she was actually going to play 
um, Eddie Redmayne's character, but then um, for some reason she decided not to. So, and Charlize um, Theron was going to do it too. My friend shopping. Michael in LA saw it, and he texted mm-hmm. me and said that it was amazing. Of course, I, I would think nothing else. I mean, and I and thought, for all I you thought, that know, I, I saw the previews, but it's like mm-hmm. there are so many Doesn't other do things that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be a good movie, but there are so many other things that I want to see, and that's like, mm. like near the bottom of my list. It's like it seems like it's right. a lifetime movie that I can watch on TV. I don't have to watch on the big screen. Right. I think it's because of the subject matter and the people attached to it that's making it such a huge phenomenon that it's going to be. Um, they couldn't have planned to make this movie and release it at a better time. I mean, after everything with Caitlin in the middle of the the year and then ending the year with this movie about the first trans woman ever, I mean, you couldn't plan that. They they didn't even need to do any marketing. They just need to say, okay, there's a movie about a trans woman, the first one ever, and people are going to flock to it because of the fact that the trans community has been so visual this year. Um... Yeah, it could have been a Lifetime movie, but because of the fact that they want to kind of capitalize on the topic, it's going to be a huge movie. Um, and I love that somebody who was completely heterosexual named Eddie Redmayne um, is taking on this role because the uh, a, a heterosexual man, because Gwyneth Paltrow, Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, Uma Thurman, they were supposed to play the role, and they actually got a guy to do it which is pretty amazing because um, you know how macho men are in Hollywood. So I think that he's basically going to sweep every award that he's nominated for just for that alone. Um, but I was surprised that Straight Outta Compton, which was, I know, a ghetto movie, but it was so good. It got, like, minimum awards. Hopefully the Oscars will make up for that. Um were there any snubs that you thought should have been nominated and they weren't? Um, I don't, you know, I don't know too much of what's out there that I'm missing out on, you know, that, like, mm-hmm. other people was, like, were talking about, like, the snubs and stuff. I mean, so, I mean, I haven't, like, I, the last thing is I was mocking Jay. So there's things I want to get nominated, but there's nothing really out there that I saw that I thought that was, like, I can't believe this wasn't nominated. SAG Awards, yes, mm-hmm. Golden Globes, it pretty much runs the gamut of everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a big Game of Thrones person, so, like, people like shifting about either. that. It's like, it's like I, I mean, if it's not nominated, I don't really care, but it's like I get that it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a really good show, but for me it's not, like, a big issue because it's like I'm not a, big, I'm not a fan of a show. So it's like I don't watch it, so it's like no big deal. I mean, Viola I think I might have one. Horizon yeah. got nomination. I think I might have one that you will, you might agree with me that it didn't get nominated and you're kind of surprised. Um, kind of surprised, and I know that this sounds like a little weird, but The Age of Adeline didn't get anything. And Blake I'm Lively was amazing in that. Shut your mouth. How dare I'm you? Not, How I'm dare not you, Kylian? <laughs> Why? It was amazing. It was so good, and Blake did such an amazing job. She deserves something. She made me cry. She made me laugh. And oh, you're an evil, evil man. 
<sighs> Whatever. Um, yeah, I guess. Wait, when did Cinderella come out? Cinderella I came out last year. Hello? Last year? Oh. Mm. Never mind then. No, um, no, it would be a, it would be awards worthy this year. So I mean, oh okay. So I think that that was really good. That should have gotten something. I'm sure it'll get more for the um with costumes and everything. But I thought that was a really cute movie. My bit. Um. Yeah. So I guess we're done with our discussion for um the award season. What um. What shows did you kind of catch up on now that we're going into the winter finale? Did you do any, like, binge-watching or whatnot? Well, I'm caught up on everything. I just finished watching Quantico, Nashville, so I'm caught up on everything, so I'm waiting for the winter finales. What do you think of Quantico? Like, what do you think of that show on a whole? I love it. I mean, I really Mm. love it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. they need to have... I mean, I'm going to be a little graphic, but we need to stop having those splooge-worthy scenes. I mean, to see Simon Asher come out of the shower, I mean, great. I know. Nerd, nerdy with glasses and that little freaking, like, non-body fat chest walk out. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. bye, Caleb. Bye, Caleb. There's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caleb does nothing for me. He's like oh, Caleb, a little Caleb boy. Caleb do everything to me. Um, he's so little, I, though. He's like a, a I lo- boy. The one thing that I'm surprised that ABC didn't do for next week is they didn't pimp Marsha Cross enough. I mean, I think she... I mean, granted, it's the winner finale. They're, they're mm-hmm. like, you're never going to know who did it or whatever. But why wouldn't mm-hmm. you say, and Marsha Cross joins the cast? Because that's big. I right. think that's big. I didn't even know for that. Me, I had no idea. Oh, I had read the, I had no read the article. I knew she was coming. She nope. was going to be Caleb's mom. And they just kind of like brushed it in the carpet. It's like, I don't think we should discount the fact that Marsha Cross is a huge star on ABC. She's you know? huge on ABC. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Um, so if, I, if I was working for ABC, I'd be like, um, let's take this trailer back and let's give mm-hmm. Marsha Cross a little publicity and then also mm-hmm. count the fact that you're never going to know who – and they always say that. If you think you know who the – you don't know anything. It's like, um, really? The one thing I have well, to say about I have Quantico no – and who it is. Well, the one thing I have to say about Quantico that a friend of mine agrees with me, although I like her mm-hmm. as an actress, but Ingenue Ellis, mm-hmm. the lead woman, is not the right person for that role. I don't think I – don't, I don't buy her as this FBI I, – I, I like her – I just don't think it's her. Mm-hmm. I think they need someone I... more. They need someone stronger. I think she's mm-hmm. miscast. See, I disagree. Um, I love Priyanka in the role, and I think that she's. I guess I'm just kind of waiting to find out if she's the bad person or the good person, because this woman is a bona fide actress. She's won the Oscar in India. She's won a ton of awards in India. She's really a great actress. I'm behind no, her 100%. I'm no, just not like, her. I'm not talking about her. I'm not talking about her. Uh, no, I'm talking, uh, about, I'm talking about the uh, African-American woman that's the lead on, FBI, on the oh, FBI yeah, lead. Yeah, I know. Her. I do not I think, believe that woman. I think no. she's cast. No, Priyanka. No, I, I do, think, too. No, I think the recruits, I know. I love her. She's great. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I applaud the fact that they're that finally we're recognizing some major talent ac- abroad 
No, I think she's mm-hmm. great. No, I, I she's no, awesome. no, I, I think the cast is oh, okay. the, the recruit cast. I think is amazing. Yeah, I think they did a great yeah. job. However, Anjanuella, mm-hmm. I think is just a little miscast for this role. Yeah, I feel like they cast her because they wanted another big black actress, and it was like they're trying to make her into like um, Viola Davis slash Carrie Washington type character. And I don't. But she, I she's not up for it. that. She's a strong I, character, but she's yeah. not. No, she doesn't fill the facets. You no. know, Viola is strong. She's sexual. She's she's funny. But this woman gives one dimension. She's strong. Yeah. I don't get the sexual. I don't get the funny. I don't get anything else. I just get that she's a strong person. That's it. And I get it. It's like I if you want, it, I I mean, if you it. want to feel that, if you want to feel that, that's great. You should, but you need right. to hire someone of caliber. I mean, you've got, like exactly. you said, you've got Viola Davis, you've got Taraji B. Henson, mm-hmm. you've got Kerry Washington, you've got all these mm-hmm. strong black women on other shows that are amazing. Yeah. I just don't think yeah. she. I think she's good. I just don't think this yeah. role is for her. It isn't because Viola can be in a in a scene with her white husband, and you get the chemistry between them. And then she can be in a scene with a younger black guy, and you get the chemistry between them. There's no chemistry between this woman and and uh, Dimeize from Cooler um, uh, Orange. There's no. I don't buy that they have ever been in a relationship together because I'm like, she's boring. How could he even date her? Like, I just I, I don't get how she got cast. There are so many other black actresses that could have filled that role, and she was completely miscast. I completely agree with you, completely. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get that role. But um, what other shows did I catch up on? Um, I did a huge review because I hadn't been on my website for a while, and I just sat down for the three days this week, and I just kept going review after review after review. Um, I love the show Grandfathered with John Stamos. And can we just for a second talk about that that picture Michael sent to us? Holy butt McGee, who knew that? Who knew John Stamos had a butt like that? Woo. Wow. Uncle Jesse, hello. Um, that butt almost looked identical to Glenn Powell. And how, how many decades is between those two? I was pretty, pretty shocked. Um, John Stamos, get it, boy. But that show is hilarious. If you haven't seen the show, it's one of the funniest shows I've seen in a long time. It's basic. I don't know if I told you about it or if you know about it. Do you know about Grandfathered? I know about the show, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't watch it, though. Um, it's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, you have to watch it. You, It would be one of those shows that you would have to watch every week because there's this one episode where... They're trying to, and this is not spoiling anything, they're trying to get um, Josh Peck's daughter into a prestigious school, and they're mistaken for a gay couple. So John Stamos, as Josh Peck's dad, has to pretend to be his actual boyfriend in order to get their kid, or his granddaughter into a school. It is hilarious. It was just so funny. I could not, I was crying laughing, and I don't really do that with, TV shows, but this was hilarious. Um, and, by the way, I tweeted that out, and the show tweeted me back. Anyway, um, some of the shows that probably won't survive, Blood and Oil, 
Did you even watch that? Um, I gave up after three episodes. I like it, but I don't think it's going to survive. No. Um, yeah. It's like Dallas, but not. there's no character that's as big as J.R. or John Ross. But I like the show. I'll watch it, but it's probably not going to survive. Um, same with Minority Report, which I love, but I'm basically the only person that loves it. So that sucks. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other shows that you you watch besides the ones that you said? There are really no. I mean, the only new shows that I <clears throat> that I watch are mostly carryover from last season, like Blackish and Fresh Off the uh, Boat. There's really nothing mm-hmm. that's so new, well, except Quantico, that it's like, wow, this mm-hmm. is stay. But Quantico, mm-hmm. I think, it's kind of like Revenge. It has a shelf life. I don't think it should go exactly. on forever. Exactly. I know. Shelf, you know? I know. I know. You know? I know. Um, yeah, because I'm thinking, after they catch this person, what are they going to do for season two? I don't know. Right. Um, I, I think Spring Queens can go away. I'm so over American Stop Horror it. Story. I mean, I Ryan, Murphy, season. Ryan Murphy needs to go to, like, Turks and Caicos, get a blowjob by his boyfriend, and just re-examine what he's writing. Yeah. It's too much. You stop it, Kyle Ann. And stop writing um, for Leah Michelle. Let her go away. Oh, I will agree. Please let that woman go. Just let, let her, her go, go Ryan. Yeah, let oh. her go. Let her go. Let her go. Look <laughs> <laughs> they're frozen in there. Um, yeah. I also have to make mention that there's a, a movie that I saw this week that kind of knocked me over a little bit, but then it wasn't that great at the end. Um, this, a Secret in Their Eyes with Julia Roberts. I don't care how old that woman gets or how many other bad movies she gets. Her performance in this movie, the woman knocked it out of the park, especially the scene where she finds... Because the whole premise of the movie is she's um, working with um, she's working in the counter terrorist department of the FBI and she goes to a mosque where she's been uh, surveilling and she finds her own daughter in the trash can behind the mosque and her reaction to I mean blew me oh I was crying buckets of course the rest of the movie kind of fell apart but um that one scene, I was just like, holy mother of God. I don't even have a child, and my guts were ripped out. Her role was amazing. Um, Chewy Tell Ejiofor was okay. Um, but, yeah, she she needs another Oscar, because that, that shit was, oof. I mean, that was like the beginning of last week that I saw this movie, and I'm still, like, talking about it. So she she needs something for that, because that was amazing. But other than that, yeah, I um, think we're pretty much done with entertainment. Um, what are your plans for this week, my dear? Well, it's my week before I go home for the holidays, so it's going to be a crazy, busy week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm having drinks with a former boss on Tuesday. Wednesday is like a company thing, so yeah, it's going to be busy. Um, but... Last week was crazy, so this week will be crazy too. So whatever, it's like it is mm-hmm. what it is. Now, are you spending the whole week in um, New Orleans? 
So, uh, I'm gonna, sorry for yawning. I'm going to be there the 21st to the 28th. So um, I'll fly okay. out on Monday, and I'll drive over. Mm-hmm. I'll see some college friends, and then I'll come back the following Monday. That weekend, cool. the weekend of the Christmas weekend, I probably won't be doing, be doing the show. But I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. What about you? I uh, this week hmm, nothing special. Probably still going to see my movie, getting my thirty dollars worth, and um, preparing because this is the first time in a very long time that I actually I don't think I've ever had the whole week of Christmas off besides the time I was actually unemployed. So I actually took the whole week of Christmas off, so I probably won't even be doing the show either. Um, it's going to be nice and relaxing. I'm kind of busy because, oddly enough, people actually want to hang out with me. Um, so that's going to be fun. I just found out tonight, or this morning, that one of my former coworkers, her building went up in flames. She's a new newlywed this year, so I'm going to be spending try to spend some time trying to get some charities to um, donate to her and her husband. I mean, they lost everything. Their pets are fine, but they lost every material possession that they had. They just got married this, um, this September. So I'm sure they lost wedding photos. I'm sure they lost everything. So I'm going to be spending this week and hopefully probably next week trying to help them out. Um, so sad. Um, but, yeah, I have no- nothing else planned. Just gonna relax, lay low, and prepare for the week I have off. I have no idea what I'm gonna be doing because I'm a worker bee. So I'm like, what am I gonna do for five days? But should be fun. Yeah. Well, that's the end of our show. Um, sad that your hubby didn't join. Um, I did see a picture though. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you because I look out for my girls. I did see a picture. He was very cozy with a boy. Very cozy. We have an open and relationship. And I was like, oh. oh. Oh, okay. Just just checking. Just checking. Yeah. It's purely sexual. Oh, okay. All right. Good to know. Um, <laughs> you know you have my well, thank- <laughs> Oh, sweet pea. So sweet, isn't he? Well, that's uh, we got for today. I'm going to go do some brunch with my friend James, and um, I will talk to you, Kyle, later on uh, social media. But everyone have a great Sunday, and happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays, and thank you so much. I'm sorry I was late, but I'm I'm so glad we got to catch oh, up. Me too, honey. And just think, the next All time right. we talk, it'll be award season, so we'll even have more to talk about. Oh, my God, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. All okay. right, honey. Talk en- to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye, hon. Bye, everyone. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk Radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea. 